Welcome to Mad World. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying this unbelievably spectacular weather today. We are loving every loving life, lo- loving every minute. What do you think of this weather, Joe? I think that it's the best time of the year. I'm a, I'm a Christmas guy, but this I love. I love when it starts to get warm out and you can walk outside in the morning without a jacket. Oh, I love it. I also I also love when you can actually sit outside in the back at like 830 and it's still light out. And by the way, open the pool this Monday, psyched, the filter's on. Nice. Hopefully soon we'll be doing a little swimming. Well, that's good, but the absolute best part of this is going out and getting laced with poison ivy all over your body. <laughs> Poor Joe. He um, looks like, you look like you have leprosy. Yeah, I'm just recovering from a heavy-duty really bad. altercation with poison ivy or something of that nature. But it's all good. Seasons are changing. Yep. It's a good thing. Absolutely. How are you feeling, by the way? With the poison? Or? Yeah, I mean, you're still gouging yourself to yeah, death? Or I'm, you? I'm feeling all right. I'm yeah. feeling good. It's it's leaving. You know, when, when you go through something like, uh, you know, whatever, like it's quite uncomfortable having having this nasty poison ivy the last 10 days or so and being on the medications to get it out of your system and everything. Totally. Not to get uh, all heavy here, but and you think about per, just perspective. Yeah. You know, like you're miserable in the middle of the night. You're scratching this, that. It's just terrible. And, uh, but then you put in perspective to, to things that other people are going through. You put on the news and yeah. see some of these kids in, in other countries and you realize, oh, maybe I don't have it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perspective is an interesting thing, Don. Yes, it is, Joji. Changes can change the way you think about things, changes your mindsets. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of. Speaking of mindsets. So what are we doing today? I thought it would be really cool if you're down with this to talk about the underestimated power and benefit of mentoring or being mentored. Mm. Yeah. I think I think it's it's becoming maybe a little bit of a lost art. People aren't excited about it. Don't talk about it too much. But gosh, I think about you. I think about me. Where would we be if there were no mentors in our lives? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, huge part of my life. Um, probably nowhere near, not that I'm at anywhere uh, large, but just where I am in life, I wouldn't be definitely wouldn't be there without the help of mentors. No sure, question about no question. it. Yeah. So, um, well, how do we think about this? How do we define what is a mentor? Because I, I know in the Bible it talks about in First Corinthians four that we may have thousands, ten thousand mm-hmm. instructors, right? A lot right. of people giving us instruction. A lot of people talking to us about maybe sports or academics. Mm-hmm instruction on, Hey, how do you buy a house? Like, you know, just stuff, uh, people giving you instruction, you know, we have instructors, right? right? Teachers, but we don't have a lot of fathers. So where, where do, where do mentors, I mean, this is a huge question to jump out of the gate with, but where do mentors fit in? Are all mentors fathers or all mentors, or are we just saying to be mentored, you kind of have to have a somewhat of a good relationship or a deeper relationship with somebody? Well, this, we could say that today, uh, in this 21st century, there's probably more of a need for mentors than ever before in history because of the lack of fathers. Oh, I agree with you. And we've covered that. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. But just the the uh, the more fatherless the society gets, really the more need for mentors. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think that you can have 
business mentors or career mentors or, you know, professors, teachers, whatever. I think that it's all good. But uh, a father should be your number one mentor. Right. In theory. Right, right, right. And that's not really happening as much as it probably should in, in uh, life today. But that's, that's on paper the best way to do it. Yeah. Because there's deep trust or hopefully there's deep trust in relationship. I don't think all mentors have to be a biological father. Sure. You know, I think you can have a kind of a, a relationship of trust. And I think maybe, is that possibly one of the major reasons that people are not receiving mentors or being mentored is because it's hard to trust people today. Mm-hmm. We're out there trying to make our way, do our thing. Who do you really trust? Everyone has a different opinion about everything. Absolutely. You know? So it's kind of difficult. Do I trust the, you know, what I'm reading on the internet? Do I trust the blog that I'm reading? Mm-hmm. Do I trust the the uh, Instagram video that I saw on this preacher or this teacher that's sharing? Well, who do I trust? Right. I mean, so maybe that's what's getting in the way or one of the hurdles of uh, of being mentored. Yeah, if you if you don't have someone's trust, you're not going to impact their life. Yeah, uh, and and this is uh, this generation is probably more gun shy of that than any other. I mean, they can they can see a phony a mile away. Right. They can see hypocrisy a mile away. And if you betray their trust, uh, you're probably not going to have any shot at mentoring them. Right. You know? And and that's 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 the danger though. Being you know, if you're a, a millennial or a Generation Zer. You can already kind of have, you could be sleeping with one eye open already. Right. You kind of have everyone's got two strikes against them already. You know, and that's not that's not good either sure. because we should be trusting, maybe right. maybe cautiously trusting, but to think that everybody is is a phony out there and and has nothing to contribute to my life that that's dangerous. Right. To grow up without mentors, to grow up try to figure this thing out on your own is extremely dangerous in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think this way with my own kids and and those that are with me in ministry or those that I've mentored in business. Mm-hmm. I've always said, and again, again, it's, it's a trust and a motivation uh, concern, I guess, but I've always said, well, why would someone not want to be mentored? Like, why would you want to... Right. Why would you want to run full speed into a brick wall when you know, okay, there's a door in that wall Mm -hmm. and there's a way to get through that wall without banging your head, bleeding all over yourself. Right. But again, I mean, it makes common sense that you would want mentors. We've talked about this before. I mean, if I was a a surgeon going to medical school and I graduated, I would want to find the guy that's the best in the field and kind of watch what they do, understand Mm -hmm. that I can learn from what they've their experience, their, 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 their mistakes over the years. I think we learn more from our mistakes. Yes. But those mistakes should turn into lessons for other people. Right. Now, let me ask you a question in, in the mentorship relationship, you've mentored a lot of people in your life. Yes. In Uh, different, in different areas of life too, actually. Right. Right. I mean, that's a big part of our, our lives and and our livelihoods and what we do for a living. Mentoring is, is a pretty big part of that. And would you say, that the benefit lies more in the mentoree or the mentor, is it 50, 50? Because there's benefits of being a mentor, incredible benefits. It's not just about the person getting mentored, right? right? No doubt. You, you, well, you know, I I do a tip once a week for joy songs, the worship ministry that I'm involved with. And this week's tip was really about the, the key and the power of mentoring while you're being mentored. There's like, there's so much power in that. Like, I think that we, if we're not careful, we're always looking to be mentored. We're always looking to better ourselves. We're always looking to develop our skill level and get better at whatever we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And we appreciate, you know, any information we can get, but it can't stop there. 
because then it's kind of just selfish. You know, I've been on this rant late, lately about mission over me, you know, right. is, is, is me more important than the mission is right. me more important than, than my life's work or whatever I'm going to be doing. No, I mean, we have to realize it has to go beyond us. So I know I'm ranting on here, but I, I think it's important that if you're being mentored, you're receiving, right. but it's about giving too. Mm-hmm. If you're releasing and giving, I, I believe that creates a vacuum. Help somebody that's behind you that's trying to get forward. Right. Because there's people ahead of you helping you. And I think it's all about our heart attitude and our mindsets, understanding that the cause, the call, the mission is bigger than the me. Too many mm-hmm. me monsters out there. Well, I remember uh, you, you're talking about me, you know, the, 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 the emphasis on me. I remember Spielberg saying once concerning mentors that um, the balance, now this is the greatest, you know, the greatest oh, director gosh, no of doubt. all time. Incredible. But the balance of mentoring is about not really making someone molding them into who you want them to be, not mm. making them in your image, but letting them create their own image, letting them be themselves. And that's really, I'm sure I'm not quoting it exactly like he said it, but the point of what I think he was trying to make was, listen, I, I'm, I, I'm a mentor. I'm sure he's a mentor to many. But I can't, I'm not, I'm not in it to make clones. This is not about me. I'm not in it to make robots of myself. You know, I want to pour into people what I've, what I've learned and what I've done and what I've accomplished, but I want them to express their giftings and who they are and who they were created to be. I have to tell you that just blew my mind and I love it. That Spielberg said that. Yeah. I think that's incredible because think about the insight there, because if I'm going to, if I'm going to create clones or mentor clones after myself, that means my abilities, my strengths, my weaknesses, and my limitations. Right. I'm giving them, right? Yeah. So it's good stuff. It's so funny watching you over this like border here. Yeah. The top of your head. But it, it it's that ama- just blew your mind. It, it, my mind is blown. Is there there might be brains around the room here, but my mind is blown because I'm thinking about that. No, 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 just stay with me for a second. Yeah. So what that means is if I'm if I'm mentoring someone to be a clone of me, they're they're gonna only reach the limits that I've reached. They're only gonna reach the the, the heights that I've reached. Right. But there's so much more in other people that they can benefit from what I could share with them, but they have their own gifts and talents that go beyond me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you, you have gifts and talents, Joe. I mean, I've been, I've been one of the mentors in your life, but the thing is you have gifts and talents, like even in the drama segment of life, like you, you can get up there and do a, a play. Um, you can take on a character of Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge and remember, you know, a two hour drama all the lines in your, in your mind, that's mind boggling right. to me. But yet I've been a mentor in one area, a couple of areas of your life. And you've had other mentors speak. So if you were going to be a clone of, of Donnie Rosa, then you would only be able to do what I've done. Right. Isn't that right. something? Yeah. So you're, you're releasing people to do to, to great things. Yeah. It's a, that's absolutely important to note that when you are mentoring somebody and, and, and I'll throw this in for, for uh, no extra charge. You can't be a mentor if you haven't been mentored. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of a lot of people out there that you know it's 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 exciting to be a mentor. It makes you feel accomplished. But if you haven't gone through the process, then you really aren't qualified to be a mentor. You right. need to you need to know what what it is on the receiving end, so you can be on the giving end. But uh, I think it's important to know and to note that as a mentor, and I have to always be on my guard for this in in ministry. It's not about going back to what Spielberg said. It's not about just making uh, people 
do things uh, like I like I do it. Now, right. s- some of the ways uh, you know you, us mentors do it may be good ways, and right. that's that's good to pass on. But the 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 thing that makes us beautiful as people, things that makes the church beautiful, is is the diversity. Is yes. is the, the the difference in personalities right. and the difference in in the way we were created by God and, and the individual giftings that we had. It'd be a pretty um, boring life if everybody was doing the same thing no and doubt. saying the same thing. And that's, that's that. This is a deeper conversation because that always makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, especially leaders when right. leaders are in positions of of when there's organizations with multiple leaders, everybody jockeying for different positions of leadership and I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. Well, it's like, you know, that's, that's, that's going to cap the whole thing. Yeah. That's going to prevent the organizations from moving forward. But when we can embrace each other's differences, embrace each other's uh, diversities and speak into each other's lives, Bible says that iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And so a man sharpens one another or a woman, obviously. Right. And the inference there is that the iron sharpening the iron is is it's it's helping it do what it was created to do. Right. Whether the iron is for a tool or whether the iron is for a weapon or, or whatever, it sharpens it. It, yeah. it, it, it. The same material sharpens the same material and makes it better. Right. And uh, man, we're living in a world today where we don't sharpen each other all the time. We we're, we're envious of each other's gifts. We're cutting each other. We're, yeah. I, I'm, I'm weak in, man, I wish I was like so-and-so I'm, I'm, I'm weak in this area. So, you know, I'm going to hold that against them because they're strong. Well, how about, how about connecting with them so they can impart to you and rub right. off on your life? Right. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy in the least bit. Doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter to me. Um, uh, position doesn't matter to me. There's people in my life that are younger than me that maybe haven't been around as long as me, maybe don't know as much as me, but I see areas in their life that I would consider them farther along than me. And I, and I hang around them. I, right. I, I hang out with them so they can rub off on me. Right. Uh, are they my mentor? Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but um, I, I see something in their life. And instead of being envious of that or being annoyed or being jealous of it, I want, I want to, I want that to, I want that to impact me and yeah. I want to do the same thing to others. No, I love that. That's really good. I mean, so uniqueness is not weakness. Uniqueness doesn't should. And as mentors, uniqueness in somebody else's gifting, it shouldn't make us insecure. It shouldn't challenge us and make us run away from mentoring them. Like right. for me, for example, I mean, I mentor a lot of musicians, worship leaders, singers, and I'm involved in that whole uh, scene. There's so many people, Joe, that are way more gifted than me, mm-hmm. can sing better. They're better musicians than me. They can play instruments that I could never play. Right. But that doesn't disqualify me from mentoring them. I think what mentors are called to do is not be insecure. This is not a competition here. This is the kingdom. This is about growing. This is right. about me seeing that you have more ability in you than you know, and me putting you in position to challenge that. And to mentor that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe talk about the areas of how you can strengthen your gifts and grow your gifts and, and, and be accountable for your gifts instead of, oh, my gosh, I'm insecure that maybe you're going to outshine me or something like that. That's yeah. not mentoring. Right. No, you know, that's, that's good. not mentoring at all. That's that's uh, competition. That's not mentoring. And again, I, I'm, I'm, I keep on this rant, but I think mission is above me. Mission is above me. We got we if we want to see something accomplished, beautiful. Right. It's about you know, having a surrendered, yielded heart, being a mentor or a mentee. Now, that's really good. And and uh, actually, the Bible that I 
speak out of and study out of, and you, you use the same one, the Maxwell yeah, I do. Bible. He's uh, kind of authority, and not just in the church, but really uh, nationally on leadership. And he's one of the leading uh, voices in, 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 in you know, leadership training and, and whatnot. And um, a quote he has on mentors is, one of the greatest values of mentors is the ability to see ahead what others cannot see and help them navigate a course to their destination. Wow. So note, love it, love it. note the last two words, their destination. Yeah. Being a mentor is not about raising up people to further your uh, destiny or right. your, your goals. This is, it's not about that. Now, if that happens in the process, great. But it's really to, to, to mentor someone is to help them get to where God has them going, right. to their destination. And one thing that's, that's on, a, on, a, on a personal note that has helped me as a mentor, as one who's been mentored and one who now is a mentor, is, is the fact that like when you get, could be as, as, as big as you know, a, a day out with somebody or as small as just a text from somebody asking your opinion on something, like don't devalue someone texting you or calling you and asking your advice on something. That is the greatest, one of the greatest honors, in my opinion. And compliments. In the, and compliments yeah, yeah. in the world. When yeah. someone reaches out to me and, and asks my opinion on how I would do something, and it's usually because, you know, we're in ministry, it's usually along the ministry lines or the life or the life lines. Um, that helps me to sit back for a second and say, you know what? This is like, this is serious business. Yeah. I have a responsibility to people. Love it. It helps me to stay focused. It helps me in my own personal life to try to stay diligent, not become lazy, uh, live with integrity, live with loyalty, live with honesty. Because if there is, whether it's one, two, or, or a thousand people out there that look to me as any type of an example or a standard, I, wanna, I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to wow. let them down. Yeah. And it, it, that, that has helped me tremendously in my life. Uh, the, 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 the few people that have, you know, looked at me as a mentor, it's helped me in my own personal life. Wow. What a key that is, because some people might say, well, what benefit I'm being mentored and I, and I'm, I have a gift, um, I can speak or, or I have a gift I can, you know, um, athletic, or I have a gift I can play an instrument. Mm -hmm. What benefit is it? What, what benefit is it to me? Not only, I mean, we, we talk about being selfless, but what benefit is it to me to be able to pull someone along that's that needs needs a helping hand. What why does that benefit me? Right. You just nailed it. I mean, wow. So it keeps me accountable. You know, it keeps me on point when I understand the massive responsibility of that, that the next generation or the next person, however you want to phrase that, is counting on me. Right. And it keeps you accountable to to run straight, to run hard to, you know, not to take shortcuts in your life, to be an example, to be honorable and right. in integrity, right? So it, 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 our gifting is one thing, right? But our integrity is what grounds the gifting. Mm -hmm. We can only go as high as our integrity is. So in, in being mentored, when you're mentoring somebody else, one of the key components to growth is keeping yourself accountable, but that's naturally happening when you're mentoring somebody. Right, wow, that's right. just a great insight, Joe. Love it. Yeah, I mean, you you have to mentor is a big buzzword today, and I don't I don't know if it was like that when you were coming up in the '80s, but you hear it a lot today. No, we didn't. We, today you have life coaches. You have right. We didn't have all this stuff, but but naturally we found you know mentors, people that we kind of looked at and said they I'd like to be able to model some of the things in their life. Well, just as many young people today are 
have the reputation of being self-absorbed and, and lazy and stuff like that. There's just as many that are looking for mentors. Mm-hmm. That's a big, it's a big buzzword right now. And, you know, you can't be mentored if it's just all about, you, you, we have to define what looking for mentorship really is. Because if you're looking for somebody to just affirm you, then that's not really a mentor. Then you're just looking for a yes man in your life yeah. or or somebody to make you feel good, an imaginary right. friend. Yeah, right. That's what imaginary friends do. They, right. they they can't criticize you. They can't point out flaws. They make you feel good. And I, I, I give you one more quote. Oprah said that a mentor is someone who allows you to see the hope inside yourself, right. which I think is great. Yeah. I think it's good. But it's not – it doesn't just stop at that. Yeah, I love you it. You know, be, being a mentor is not just being affirmative of your mentee or – or telling them how great they are. That's a big part of it, especially for those who've grown up without a father or are broken home or have never had that affirmation. And that's why we have to, as mentors, be so keen on who, what the personality is that we're mentoring. Because right. there's going to be times where the mentee just needs, uh, you did a good job. Right. But listen, there's also times where you have to, as a mentee, be open to, listen, you you blew it. Right. You messed up. This is this is this is this is gonna prohibit you from going to your destination. That's a problem today because nobody wants to hear about right. any, any, no one wants to hear any critique. Right. No one wants to hear that they're doing anything wrong. But that's the biggest test right there in that moment, because right. if you can't pass that test, you're not going to go any further. I just thought it's a phrase. I don't mind as a mentor, someone standing on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I just don't want them standing on my head. Right. Well, that's what didn't, uh, Isaac Newton said something about he that. Said, he, he said, I've stood on. I, I could. I can see farther because I've stood on the shoulders of mentors, right? of my mentors. Yeah, basically, I don't awesome. know if he used the word mentors. Yeah, I didn't but know that. What he was saying. I mean, this is Isaac Newton. Mm-hmm. You know, he's considered the greatest scientist of all time. But he was saying, "There's people that have done this before me, and they've allowed me to stand on their shoulders. Right. And because of that, I can see farther." Yeah, that's crazy that's stuff. Really good stuff. Wow, it is good stuff. I mean, I I I, I think that the value of mentors today. Why would you not want to hang around somebody that has gone through it and maybe failed at times right. and learn from those mistakes? Right. Well, we said it could be lack of trust. I don't know that person. It right. could be fear. Right. It could be insecurity. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're being mentored or you're mentoring on both sides, guess what happens? You have to be vulnerable. And it takes time. It sure does. It it's it, it takes time. You gotta get through you know, gotta get through people's stuff too, junk. You know, you right. gotta see the good, the bad, and the ugly as well in mentoring. This is the day of this is the day of I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession on the air today. Uh-oh. Um record this. Oh, we th- are recording it. <laughs> <laughs> this happens, I would say, once every three years. But it was what night was it? Oh, you know when it was? It was the night after we we had the movie night at okay. uh, after we showed the case for Christ, mm-hmm. and we're driving home, and this is just like I said, this is extremely rare for us, and this is only a once every three year thing. But I stop at Taco Bell, whoa, and got two chalupas, supreme, no tomatoes, just uh, sour cream and cheese. And do they still have the little Chihuahua? Is that that still them? Taco Bell? No, Chalupa I had. Oh, Chalupa. You're talking about, what's a Chihuahua? And Taco Bell, in a little Chihuahua commercial or something. Is that a taco? Taco Bell. You don't never saw that one? Is a Chihuahua another taco they have? No, no, it's actually a dog. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, I thought that was something else on the menu. Taco Bell. But I, I, you know, I pull up to the window 
and the and and I pay and and it's out in 30 seconds. I mean, this is the society of getting what you want quick. This is the society right. of I don't want to wait for my phone to down. You know, I don't want to wait for the download. I want everything to be instant. I want my pictures to be instant. I want my food to be instant. I want everything to be instant. Listen, the mentorship process takes time. Yeah. There is no instance in 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 uh, getting to your destination. It's going to take work. It's yeah. going to take vulnerability. It's going to take time. And both parties have to be invested. Absolutely. If you're not invested, it's gonna it's not going to work out. There's no question about that. Wow. I mean, crazy, 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 crazy. What advice can you give people that maybe maybe talk to talk to some of our listeners who maybe on the, you know, the back nine of their life, maybe, you know, post 50 years old, and maybe they've felt like they have not contributed this in, into, in this area. Maybe they've never spoken into younger people's lives and they figure, well, this is, this is a different generation. We'll let them figure it out. What, what advice could you give uh, to people have, like that? I have a lot of good words for that. I mean, and, and these words are for myself as well. You know, sp- spend time, take, take time out of your schedule with all the to-do list that we have. You know, and all the responsibilities. You get older, you think you're going to have less responsibility. You have more responsibility. You have responsibility of home, uh, work, children, uh, marriage, the the, the responsibilities, maybe grandchildren. Responsibility grows. But take time out of your busy schedule to carve out time to spend some time without even, you know, having an agenda. Right. Be be intentional about doing this. But not with an agenda for the day, mm-hmm. but a bigger picture agenda is let me get to know this young woman, young man. Let me talk to them. Let me find out what their interests are and let me let them talk. Open a dialogue, have some conversation and realize, you know, having a heart to give back makes a major difference. And in answering this question, Joe, I got to bring up this analogy. We talked about it earlier. I had the opportunity last night to watch the NFL Network, which I love doing that from time to time. Kurt Warner was on there, uh, recent inducting into the Hall of Fame, and they had this show called uh, QB or Quarterback 18. You say, what does that have to do with mentoring? A lot. I mean, they were talking about some of the quarterbacks that have have gotten a little older, like Ben Roethlisberger. And um, recently, if you've been watching on the news or sports news, you've heard that Ben Roethlisberger has been on a little bit of a rant lately. Mm Mm-hmm. And you say, well, what's the what's the rant about? Well, uh, Mason Rudolph was drafted the third round by the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, who Ben is the quarterback for. Now, Ben, the last few years have been talking about, I'm going to retire, I'm going to retire, and he keeps threatening to retire. But they bring in this younger guy, and all of a sudden he's saying, well, I'm going to play another five years. But the point that I'm trying to make is that they went around the room and they were talking to the different analysts and said, so is it the responsibility of Ben Roethlisberger to mentor uh, Mason Rudolph coming in, uh, what, what, what level of responsibility does he have to mentor? And again, I want to just talk about this because this is my generation. And 90% of them all said it's not his responsibility to uh, speak into um, Mason Rudolph's life, to prepare him to, for life in the NFL or the playbook or to understand you know, what the NFL is all about because eventually he's going to take – their Ben's job. Right. Now, one guy, which I love the perspective, one guy, Kurt Warner, as we all know, he's a Christian. He loves God. Um, Super Bowl winner, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback. 
He said, I, I beg to differ with you guys. I have a different philosophy. My philosophy is more on, on these lines. My philosophy is when I signed in and signed up for a team, whether it was the New York Giants or the Rams or whoever I played with, I, I agreed to do everything within my power to make the team better. Again, mission over me. And if that included me, you know, taking on a young guy coming in and teaching him the playbook and working with him and mentoring him, that's part of making the team stronger. Right. Now he said, now I'm not going to, I'm not telling him that uh, I'm not going to give him a fight and I'm, I'm going to relinquish the job when I'm ready to give it up. He can take it. But the point being is Kurt had a more, in my mind, he had a more uh, mature, responsible answer um, as how we look at mentoring. Right. I mean, we have to, as we're getting older, not look at it as, as a chore, as this, this these next level of guys is going to pass me aside and throw me out of the way. And we're, what, what, no, no, no. It's about making the team better. And in our case, what we're talking about is it, it's making the kingdom better. You know, it's making Christianity stronger, mm-hmm. mentoring people in their lives, not just what they do. So I, I thought, I thought Kurt Warner's answer was fantastic. I don't know what your thoughts are about that, but well, 90% I, of the other guys, the analysts were like, get out of here. It's not his responsibility. I got to so tell you, you, that is actually ridiculous to me that I'm surprised that most people would say it's not. that this. I know this isn't the point you're trying to really bring out with this, but just the fact that professional athletes are given a platform to make millions and millions of dollars by playing a sport they love and they don't have a responsibility to pay it forward a little bit at the end of their careers Come with on. younger guys. That's, that's actually comical to me. Um, is it is it a responsibility contractually? No, but come on, this is what makes the world that that is a selfish approach at life. It's an insecure approach because that's really what it comes down to. I don't want to mentor this young yeah. kid because he could take my job. Right. Like you had your 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 day, your, your day. And like, you, but it's time to bring the next the next generation along right but you'll be going on to if you keep a right attitude and you continue to grow as a person you'll go on to the next level of doing something great right so it's sort of like we're getting on ben roethlisberger right now right? well I, he didn't say it. it was the analyst right right but no he was on a rant right no, he right, was on right, a rant right. for all week you yeah, know right. I, I you know I don't, I don't it's not my responsibility to make him take you know take care of this kid and blah 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 right right but Listen, is that I'm circling back to your question, what can I share with guys that are my age? Is that our attitude now? Are we going to put our head in the sand after we've finally maybe achieved a level of success? We, you know, mm-hmm. we're blessed in life. You know, our kids are getting older. We've got, you know, a nice home or whatever. Whatever we've achieved, mm-hmm. or, you know, in our our career, our craft, we've had some bit of success. We've We've been able to enjoy that. So are we done? Are we then saying that, are we Ben Roethlisberger saying, well, that's not my responsibility. Let them figure this out for themselves. Right. Boy, isn't that, that sounds really babyish and selfish, doesn't it's it? It's selfish, so, it's narcissistic, and it doesn't make the world a better place. That's the bottom line. Totally. I'm it, ranting right it, now. <laughs> you got you got me fired up on this subject. Listen, this is a good, this is a great subject because uh, this will, this will help us as like I op- opened up with uh, that Bible verse, sharpen one another. Not just in the church, but in life. Right. It, when you when you let your walls down, let yourself be a little vulnerable as a mentoree or as a mentor. Uh, it, it'll 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 make your life more valuable. Not just in the sense of a uh, value to 
you know, yourself or a more productive or positive life for yourself, all of that will happen. It'll make you more valuable to the world. It'll make you more valuable to others Absolutely. and make you uh, just, just uh, live more of a thriving life. So this is good stuff. I love it. I love yep. the topic. You surprised yep. me with it today, but I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I agree with what you just said too. It also will enrich your relationships, right? Absolutely. I mean, the saddest thing in the world to me is to think about I mean, this sounds cuckoo, but a husband and wife living their whole lives and they just went after career, right? Which is fine if that's what they choose. But when you feel that or when you see that is later on in life, when they're older, when they're in their late 70s or 80s and they sit down and there's nobody around them. Mm. Do you get that picture in your mind? Gray haired, you know, dentured, sitting there in their chair. But there's nobody around them. Oh, you have to go to the dentures. I had to go to the dentures. Look, but look at the other. Maybe they don't have dentures. Maybe they don't have teeth. But go to go to the <laughs> other. Go to the other picture now. Pick, I'm painting a picture. Yep, look at yep, that right yep. now. Now pan to the right, and you see a picture of a gray-haired uh, man and woman sitting on a chair on two different chairs next to each other, and behind them, their children, and behind them, their children's children. How rich is that? Yeah, right. So right. you say, well, what has that? How, what does that have to do with mentoring? It's the same thing. When you build relationship, become vulnerable with somebody, and allow yourself to be mentored, and then you grow to a certain level, and you give back, and you pull somebody along, you're paying back, like you said. But now, all of a sudden, you have re- rich relationships, and that's like what life is all about: is rich relationships, right. relationship with God, rich. And then a rich relationship with people. There's nothing greater, not homes, not achievements. At the end of the day, Solomon said it, right? Vanity. Everything's vanity. But when you have a relationship with God and there's people around you that celebrate you and you celebrate them, that, my friend, is wealth. That's really good. That's really good. That says it all right there. You're peeking over the top again. That says it all. Listen, until next time, we're out. See you next time on Mad World. Yeah. Mad World's podcast is brought to you by Abundant Life Whippany, where Donnie and I serve as associate pastors. For more information, visit alwcw.com.